Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. Right on then, Bob. Aye, I think I've got everything running now. Did you have a nice holiday? I had a nice... It was a wee break. I just went away for a couple of days. Oh, hello. I think we're on. I think we've started. Oh, blimey. <laughs> hello, Where everybody. Where did you go for a couple of days? You're all... Hello, everyone. Where did you go for a couple of days? I went over to Germany just to see the other half briefly. So nothing terribly oh, exciting. Right. A couple of days abroad. Um, enjoyed it very much. Did she welcome you with open arms or say, oh, not you again? It's sort of a bit of both, really. It just <laughs> depends on the weather, really. <laughs> good. And talking of the weather, it's lovely, isn't it? What? It's hot. It's wet and cold and windy and blah where I am. What about you? Exactly. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I forget. I'm talking to a polar bear here. Yes. Okay. I actually, <laughs> I actually shut the window this morning because I was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a, amazing. The, the change around in the weather. Now, people down south, I don't know if you've got it, but people down south today are getting this hurricane coming across, whatever it is, a oh, storm. Oh, didn't know that. And, yeah, yeah, some some serious wind going on, but it's um it's not going to reach us up here. Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, there you go. Show 190 it is. Whatever works. Welcome to our lovely potpourri of all sorts of claptrap and nonsense. Show 190. It's now um, the, the start of August. We're going into heading upwards to Christmas already. And it's the 5th of August. And um, yes, indeed. Things are looking up. You've got me worried now, Ted. I think there's a mighty wind coming my way. I knew nothing about this hurricane. Should I be battening down the hatches? I'm not sure if it's going to reach you. <laughs> it was. It, it's going across Cornwall and then across the southern counties of the, the UK and then kind of swooping up. And I'm not sure if it will reach you or not. Oh, dear listeners, let us know if you get it. Have a look at your forecast of when we've stopped recording and then you can find out. Whateverworks.works is where you'll find links to all the stuff we're going to talk about today. And we expect you to be in the MeWe group and tell us whatever works in your life. We'll bring the highlights of that to the shows, of course, as we always do. Um, you can find Aidan at AidanBell.com. You can find me at TedSalmon.com, where you'll find all the stuff that I do and all the stuff that Aidan does. Well, you won't find all the stuff that Aidan does on TedSalmon.com, but you'll find it on AidanBell.com. Do try and keep up. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> have you finished? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, last show, you were talking about trying to find out some information from people about what to do when the heat strikes. Talking of, you know, I mean, today it feels like we probably don't need to. But <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think probably a lot of people like myself went off the boil. Pun not intended, um, <laughs> because the weather has just been so bleh since that we've sort of thought, well, why would anybody need anything like air conditioning or to take care with the hot weather? But yeah, it, it is possibly still around the corner. And I've basically I did some research into into air conditioners and should the needs arrive, I now know where to head to, 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 to look for an air conditioner for the house. But that's about as far as I got. Except that if the need arises, everyone will be buying them and they'll be sold out. So you better get it now. That's the thing. But at least <laughs> if, I've, if I've already done the research, then I've saved yeah. myself a few hours at least. Yeah, I tell you yeah, what, yeah. The, as we've said, it's real poo outside at the moment. It's just cold and wet and drippy and dank and nasty. But that Lavellier microphone that I talked about on the last show that I've put in my bird feeder cage is oh, still yeah. working. 
I'm oh. still getting chippy, choppy, clumpy, clumpy sounds of birds out there. And I have to tell you, Ted, I've come back from... I've only been away for two nights, but I returned to find that all 14 of the suet balls hanging in that cage had completely gone. There was not a scrap yeah. left. So I think I've got the most popular bird feeder in Hatfield. Well, well, of course I have. I mean, it's an audio-video bird feeder. The birds know when they're onto a good thing with me, don't yeah. they? I, I, we, I have this with my mother who, who keeps buying bird feed for and I she doesn't even sit and watch it like you I mean it's next to you so you can see it going on well if you're not away um but she doesn't even see it happening she just goes and buys all this bird food puts it out there and the reward seems to be oh look it's all gone now <laughs> oh no you've, you've got to be able to see it happen but as I've often yeah. waxed lyrical about on this show they are they are literally less than three feet away from me as I'm talking yeah, to you yeah, now yeah. I'm watching them out there in in the horrible horrible weather here I'll tell you what else I've done since last week I changed my watch battery. Do you remember I mentioned it on the show? Yes. That I, I had a watch yes. and I was going to... What I did, and it was a piece of cake. It was absolutely no problem at all. Slightly scary because I then had an email from Cronaby saying, we see that you've changed your watch battery. And I thought, how did you know? <laughs> but I guess that's the modern world of information, isn't it? You can't, you can't do anything on your own. Um, but yeah, it worked. And I would say to anybody who has a watch that needs a battery changing, if you think you've got the slightest little inkling of DIY abilities, do it yourself and save a fortune. I mean, I paid £3.08 pence for a watch back remover uh, instead of paying 10 quid for the guy down the road to do it and I've now got the watch back remover for the next time as well so jobs are good yeah. yeah yeah and that giant battery in the back. <laughs> enormous great it's the yeah. size of the watch yes yeah yeah I, I, I didn't realize that that watch of yours was so connected I thought it was kind of not really that connected but clearly it is absolutely um, that's the clever thing yeah. about it it's a smart watch for people who don't want to wear a smart watch all of the smartness you actually can't see going on at all yeah, I remember you saying, but I, but but because of all that, I just I wouldn't have assumed that it was connected to the maker. Yeah, Big Brother is watching. Talking of watches, um, I've been having fun this week with um a smartwatch which someone loaned, um Tim Evans sent over from the PSC group, oh. um a Samsung Galaxy watch thingy. Oh, um, and I hooked it up to my phone, um, and it, I'm actually. Oh, having having said that I hate things on my wrist, he actually sent it over with this really nice kind of cloth elasticated strap. And I put it on my wrist without even turning it on for a few days and just made myself get used to it, basically. Um, then when I'd done that, I kind of hooked it up to my phone um, and... Uh, it seems to be kind of staying with me. Yay! I, I never thought I'd see the day. Yay! Uh, um, and I kind of forget that it's on at the moment. Um, I, I I don't do all the fitness bollocks and the workout crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, me I, too. Notifications and seeing the time and the day and the weather and the date. And yeah, I, I do concede. I do look at the heart rate thingy, which is quite useful to see. Mm. Um, but it's just all really handy. It, it means you don't have to pick up your... Uh, your your phone so much I suppose mm -hmm. I don't think it's something that I really need but it's been good fun playing with it and um, you know when Tim um, wants it back I'm not sure that I'll buy one but yeah, I, I have proved to myself that um, you know, I think the, the the whatever works point is that I never thought I'd see the day, and thirty years later, uh, after declaring watches after other people, I, maybe I have. 
<laughs> oh, yay, yay, and thrice, Nate Edward. I am very, very pleased yeah. to hear that. But that's the point, as you say, when the time comes that you have to return it, are you going to do so spitting and shouting and wanting a new one, yeah. or are you just going to say, OK, that was a fun experiment, that's enough? I do hope it's the former. It would be fabulous if I could convert you and you become a watch wearer. We'll see, we'll see. Um, uh, Tim hasn't asked for it back and he hasn't given me a deadline or anything, so, um, you know, when, when he does, I'll face that decision and see where I am. Wow. That's, that is good news, Ted. I'm very pleased to hear that. I tell you what I wasn't pleased to hear this week. I've come back, I've been away for two days and I get an email from Virgin Media informing me, like many of our customers, you've been enjoying a lower price of £30 a month with us. When your contract comes to an end on the 27th, it will change to £64 a month. They are more than doubling my rate. Dear listeners, has anyone else had this email? Um, I presume there must have been some tiny little tiny weeny small print and when I started the contract they didn't they wrote in the small print somewhere we're going to double the price after a year um, but that's wow. that's shocking I think it's time to jump yeah, ship so, so what they'll say is that you've been having it at half price for yes a year. exactly that yeah. it, I've, I've fallen into that trap so um, yeah, I don't know if anyone yeah. has any thoughts or suggestions but I, I mean 60 quid a month my suggestion is to, to, to contact them and, and tell them you're leaving because it's going up by more than double and see what they say yeah because you'll probably find that they'll say oh we can do it for 40 you know yeah I think you're very you're, you're quite right there and of course it does make it a lot easier because I think I mentioned on, on a previous show we've now had this special emergency phone fitted for my mother and so you know we're sort yeah. of becoming embedded now so um, good call Ted thank you I've got a new 5G router um, uh, this is tech corner for a few seconds <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got a new 5G router and I can't believe the speeds I'm getting on EE they've switched they've clearly switched 5G on for North Wales or at least part of it and I'm getting these amazing one day it was 260 down <laughs> and and about 85 up or something so you and can it was just you can send an email before you've even written it. You know? Well, exactly. And I thought, good grief, I don't really need these speeds. But actually, it's wonderful to know that you can. And if you're downloading things or uploading things, it's just so much quicker. I've got a brand new 5G router and I'll give you the key. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Very nice indeed. So if anyone wants my lovely 4G router. Ah, there's the kicker. <laughs> Right, let's get to feedback from the group, shall we? We shall. Jim Fowle fed back regarding the Teotronics shower radio. If you remember in the last show, he, he posted oh, that it's yeah. something... He put it into still using because he'd had it since God was a boy and it was still going strong. Jim says, great show as always, listening in a hotel room. <laughs> I've been in a couple of those lately. Coincidentally, says Jim, I got out of the shower in this room that I'm trapped in due to no trains, due to the strike, when you mentioned my shower speaker. <laughs> you see, karma uh -huh. and timing. Kind Yes, he says, it attaches to the tiles via a suction cap thingy on the back. And I hope you got that uh -huh. fly while I was talking, Ted. No, that was my, my, my watch, which has just finished charging. And I took it off of the little puck thingy and the puck thingy fell on the... Um fell on the table oh so i was... see multitasking <laughs> while we're meant to be recording a podcast um yes that was a, an amazing coincidence um these things happen in life don't they you're you're listening to a podcast and then suddenly the thing that you're looking at is talked about Ooh, <laughs> yes spooky. keith bartlett um he's on cd clear sleeves have too many cds he questions then this could be your solution these bags are the correct size to put the cd back paper cover in without 
increasing it. The material is polypropylene, so it's not going to harm ah. the contents of your precious CDs. These sleeves are bigger than the CD-ROM covers in height, I think he means, not in fatness. Um, the space saving is quite staggering. The end yes. result reminds me of rummaging through the old LPs in record shops. Yay! Another bonus is it's it's easier to look at the booklet than fiddling with it from within the jewel case. So these things are basically the size of a DVD jewel case, but they're thinner because they're just a bit of plastic. Um, but they're but they're the right size that you can take you can yeah, take out the, um, yes. the, the 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 leaflet thingy from the back of the DVD cover, and it fits in there. So yeah, um, I can see the advantage there. Nice one. Yes, but as was pointed out in the thread, my only qualm would be that you then can't, you know, you have to, exactly as Keith said, go through them as if you're in a record shop in order to find what you want. I mean, even LP records have a wide enough spine that you can have the title on it. Whereas in this case, you would have to rummage through, like you've gone to the chemist and said, have you got a prescription for Mr. Bell? And they rummage through the box till they find it. It would be a bit like that. Uh, yes, there and, you go. And a, and a log in Google Drive. Okay, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Keith. An excellent space saving tip, definitely. And and the plastic can hopefully be recycled as well with your old CD boxes. Daniel Bemis brings us the Yobai three pack cat food can lids. These are silicon lids for cat food in the UK, and they are for th and they become at three. I'll say that again. And they cost £16 for three pieces. I made a meal of that, didn't I? A cat's meal. And they fit smaller <laughs> can sizes of 2.5 and 3 ounces. I don't understand that, but as long as Daniel does. I assume they are good quality and work as well as the USA counterparts. The USA version fits on all cat food cans and works really well. Ah, now you see, I made a point later, Ed, which we'll come to about sizes. I perhaps hadn't quite taken in that these are probably American cat food size as opposed to British. If we think about the British ones, though, which is the one that I've linked to in the show notes, um, aren't Maybe cat food tins are all the same size. They they look cat food tins look like tuna tins to me. Um, they look as though they're, they're but I'm not sure if they're the same circumference. Well, I mean they they come in various sizes, I believe. But to, to the best of my knowledge, and I have in a previous life owned cats, they're the same size as human food tins. Are they? The basic. You know, bog standard cat food tin that you buy in Tesco is the same size and shape as a tin of baked beans, for instance. Is it? So I would have thought that these can be used on any tin. Is that the same true? Is that also true of tins of tuna? Uh, no. So tins of tuna are different sizes, right? Yeah, presumably American and English sizes are different. Maybe in America they have two different sizes of cans, but not in circumference, in height. Yes, I think the point that I'm pedantically trying to make, but maybe making incorrectly, <laughs> is that surely these can be also used for, for instance, your baked beans or your yes, tin corn yes. or your soup, as yeah, well as yeah. for your cat. Daniel will no doubt put us right on that, um, because he listens to the show and feeds back really well. Thank you, Daniel, for all your input. Indeed. Now... I've been having fun with a toy. Oh, yes. Oh, we love our new toys. <laughs> I got it for half price from someone on the, the, the classifiers who was selling it. It's a, it's, it's a bizarre little thing that looks like a Tonka toy, frankly. <laughs> it's called a multifunctional pixel art Bluetooth speaker. Well, it, the Bluetooth speaker bit is kind of secondary, really, um, although actually it's quite good. Um, but but the the bit on the front, which is a, is going to appeal to Japanese eight year old kids, I reckon, is that it's got a programmable RGB 
LED screen thingy. <laughs> and you, what you do is you download this app for your phone and you start playing with it. You can join in the online community if you want to. You can make things on the screen. Um, you can share screensavers and bits of art with other people. You can see why it's kind of aimed at kids because they'll have great fun with this now that, that all of them are online. Um, it, it's just completely bonkers and it's great. It's just really, really good fun. It looks like um, a tiny, tiny computer with just six computer yeah. keys. On yeah, it. I mean... yeah, the, the, the six keys on the front and the little uh, lever thing yeah. are all they're all functioning, and they've got RGB backlit stuff going on as well. Um, so it's it's a mechanical keyboard that makes that up. It's a smart alarm clock as well, so you can use it for an alarm clock. It supports. Um, uh, you can put a, a micro SD card in the side of it. So if you've got some music on a card, although it's limited to 64 gigabyte cards, um, and you can play music with it, you can also get the app on your phone to hook into this special radio service. But but actually, if you're using it as a um, as a speaker for your phone, then anything that is coming out of your phone you can put through to it so you could use any radio app frankly yes um but it's but for me it's a really lovely bedside clock i know you'd hate this because it's well you can set it so that it's not always on it will time out but i've got it always on and, and i've lowered the brightness a bit um and it works really nicely by my bed as a, a big display and a lovely clock no glasses needed to see it and I, I really like it so yeah all sorts of other toys in it it's really cute it comes in a cute little box of its own um uh, yeah, I, I think if I was a kid at Christmas and I got one of these, I'd be absolutely <laughs> delighted. I, I Tinkering with buttons and ports and, and, and just stuff, getting online. And I just find this very amusing, coming from the man who only two weeks ago was poo-pooing any kind of emoji or graphic or GIF or anything, yeah, yeah. and now well, you've bought yourself a GIF generator. <laughs> well, to be honest, I, I haven't actually... That's the one feature of the thing I haven't used. OK, fair um, enough. I've been more... I've been more enthused about the bedside clock and yeah, the, yeah. And, and actually the speaker is really good I, I'm very impressed it's, apparently it's a 10 watt speaker and it does actually make some noise it also charges by USB-C which is great um, and the battery I've tested it it lasts for about two or three days depending on obviously what you're doing with it and how often you have it switched on um, and yeah just oodles of fun and stuff and yeah uh, it's a it's a, just a super little fun toy and it's made really really well it's obviously designed like tonka toys to be for kids to chuck them about and not to get damaged um and it's heavy you know in the hand you think good grief that's heavy yeah um yeah but i really like it it's nice <laughs> yeah it's it's fun ted it's it as i say i'm a little bit surprised coming from mr <laughs> poo poo i don't like graphics but it does look yeah, lovely yeah. and i would certainly show. i just hope yeah. for your sake that it's not something that's going to have a honeymoon period after which you're going to roll over and bed and look at it and think why the heck did i buy that <laughs> well i can always sell it for what i bought it for yes you can um, so. No, that's but incident, incidentally, the new price is eighty quid, Ooh. so it's not insubstantial. No, but you can so sell I, it for forty, and you get your money back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I I bring you something that's more of a te more of a teaser for next time than an actual review for this time because I haven't really used it other than just a couple of times to make sure that it works. Um, I think yourself and listeners know that I've started to become a bit concerned. Well, concerned—that's the wrong word—but interested in my health and my heart rate and making sure that I stay healthy. And I'm now reading a fascinating 
fascinating book on metabolic health and the and the and the guide to metabolic health and what to eat and what not to eat and how to behave. You know, it's, it, just trying to take care as as I push as I'm pushing sixty years, I want to just make sure I can get to ninety or a hundred. And in, to that end, I've bought myself a blood glucose monitoring system um, mm-hmm. because, again, to get on top of things, the word diabetes has been mentioned by my doctor, um, and therefore I thought, right, well, I'm going to get right on top of this from the get go, and I'm going to do a couple of weeks of of pinpricking my fingers and doing my blood blood levels and get my glucose levels sorted out over a couple of weeks and just see whether I have any cause to worry or not. It wasn't that expensive. It was £25. I did some research online and I found out that this one that I've bought, which is called a Kinetic, K-I-N-E-T-I-K, um, is affiliated with St John's Ambulance um, and therefore I'm, <laughs> I'm trusting that it should be all right. You, you're laughing out loud. Now, now as an ex-medical Sorry. man, that worries me. To hear you laugh out loud when I mention St John's, Go on then. What have I done wrong? <laughs> oh, it's just that they'll kind of they'll they'll say they're they're affiliated with anything, won't they? Just to <laughs> oh, put it put it in the text. Yeah, yeah but I mean, <laughs> the other good thing is that I, I some of the cheaper ones on Amazon, a they're made by Ning Yang Po, and you have no idea whether they're going to be any yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And b once you've run out of the um, they're called lancets, the little pin things that you actually make the pin prick in your finger, and the test strips themselves for performing the test. When you run out of those, you could be screwed if you don't buy them from a reputable in inverted commas company so 25 quid and hopefully in two weeks time i'll be able to come on and say my blood levels are fine who'd like to buy it for 12 <laughs> you, you know what's going to happen don't you you'll get you'll go to the doctor with this and he'll say yeah you can't trust that kind of rubbish from <laughs> yes, amazon yes let's do it properly <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed and then two and a half years later you get an appointment for the following year Einhell, wet and dry vacuum cleaner. I wonder who bought this. The reason this, my ears pricked up, my eyes pricked up, my eyes popped out um, <laughs> when I saw this um, was because of the price. Somebody's bought this with my affiliate link, for which I thank you, tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted UK. If you go to that um, URL, um, just shop as normal and I get a few pennies. Um, so anyway, someone bought this um, uh, wet, dry vacuum, a bit like a Vax, I suppose. But I just couldn't believe the price, 37 quid. And if you trail through the um, the reviews on Amazon, which obviously whoever bought this did, because they're just fabulous. Everyone says, you know, for goodness sake, why would you pay for a Vax or some other posh machine when this one, Einhell, it might have no name, but actually it's really good. It's got a, a, a 1250 watt uh, motor. It's got a 20 litre stainless steel tank. Um, and yeah, it, it does vacuuming and shampooing and stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. 37 quid. And I guess the wet, the wet vacuum, I've never experienced such a thing. I guess that means if you've got a spillage in your kitchen, you can vacuum the water straight off the floor with it. That sort of thing is—is is that how a wet vacuum th- yeah, works? Yeah, I think I think you can. No, I, th- I think what the wet vacuum means is that you can use shampoo, so you can you can actually clean your carpets with with the with the stuff you buy, um, like you can with a vax machine. Yes. Have you never used a vax machine? I've never used a vax machine. I've okay. never lived, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, the, some of them are, are actually really good, but the, yes. but the one that my mother bought uh, two or three years ago was like about you know. 200 quid or something but this 37 quid well let, wow. mystery purchaser if you don't mind letting us know who you are please send us a review and let us know what you yeah, think yeah definitely fan dubby dorsey um, yeah so 
we can then not wonder who bought it. That was a very good tip. Head stop tips, head stop tips, head stop tips. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Jeremy Harpham's first on travelling and plug adapters. Going on holiday this year, says Jeremy. I've just come back, says Aiden. Travelling abroad, mm. I've just come back, says Aiden. My top tip, says Jeremy, for travelling as a tech geek in a modern family is always to take a four to six way extension lead with you. Yeah. Hotels seem to have fewer plugs these days. God, I can confirm with that, yes. Or in odd places. If abroad, paired with a single travel adapter plug, you can just use your UK plugs, making it easier for all. Extension leads can be had in compact designs these days, US, including USB-A and C outlets. Only use your domestic variety with surge and USB-AC in other countries that are rated with electricity at the same rating. E.g. UK in Europe is good, US in Japan is good. Yes, I think as with all these right. things, you have yeah. to keep an eye on what, you're, on what you're using and what you're plugging and what rate it's, it's for and won't and will work with. A regular extension, says Jeremy, can be used regardless of voltage, but what you plug in has to be rated for that country. Safe travels. Yeah, I concur, Jeremy. Uh, I think that's a splendid idea. The only, the only slight downside is that that means if you've then got um, a six-way or a four-way, you've got, everybody's got to plug in in the same part of the room where the extension is. But it certainly does save you taking umpteen adapters with you. So good call, Jeremy. I like that. The last time my parents um, went away into a hotel, they came back and said, there was no plugs by the bed. The only single plug in the whole hotel room was across the other side by the sideboard or wherever it is. Yep. And there was not, not a single plug either side of the bed. That's why I travel with a five metre USB-C cable for yeah, charging my phone, yeah. because I may have to do just that. Yeah, I concur. It's mad. So it is a good tip. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, I've, I've got a tip as well. Being creative with birthday gifts. It was my dad's 87th birthday this week. Oh, oh, fabulous. Happy birthday, Trevor. Happy birthday. No, not yet. <laughs> Happy birthday. No, still not yet. <laughs> Right, now! Happy birthday, Trevor. <laughs> oh, and dear. he didn't need anything or want anything. I kept saying to him, leading up to it, what do you want for your birthday? I oh, don't need anything, don't want anything. And it just feels such a waste of money to buy stuff, just to go out and look for stuff and find stuff. Absolutely. You know they don't <clears throat> want it. Anyway, uh, a couple of tips that came up. Um, there's a programme on Apple TV at the moment, which I think is just brilliant and um i think my dad would really like it so a month subscription to apple tv was the uh, a good idea i thought and i did that and he's able to watch that for a month and um wheedle his way in there and watch ever whatever else he wants in there he might get hooked I guess exactly that's the idea. absolutely yes and the other thing that i did which i got which was the most talked about and appreciated gift that he got for the whole event was a bag of goodies, a simple bag of goodies. So I got this bot, I got this bag, a gift bag thingy, and I went to um, the the shop and bought chocolates and sweets and a little screwdriver and a key ring and um, I even put a sausage roll in there because I know that <laughs> he loves sausage rolls. Oh and, yes. And, and he he was really <clears throat> enthusiastic about this gift. It was all this stuff sticking out of this bag. You know, I put it in vertically and it looked like this kind of little treasure trove of just stuff and 
just oh, that's that's, it's a Christmas stocking on your birthday, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, oh, exactly yes. that kind of thing. And he was really impressed with that. He it was the most talked about thing, as I say. He got t-shirts and socks and all that boring. <laughs> but this this bag of goodies was his his favourite of all. So yeah, a couple of tips um, for. Buying stuff for people that have got everything. Everything that is lovely. We actually have a—I wouldn't say a rule at all, but an, an acceptance and an understanding in our family that we don't bother with birthdays and Christmas unless we find something that we know a person is actually going to like. Because yeah. we all feel, as I'm sure a lot of people do, as you said at the beginning of your piece there, what's the point in running around? Oh, my goodness, the shops are closing. I haven't bought anything yet. What am I going yeah, to get them? Yeah. It's just such a silly waste of everything. So, yes, good exactly. call. Super tips. Yes. Still using, still using. I'm still using, well actually I'm not, it's my mother. My mother is still using the can... <laughs> oh, have I got to write a new jingle? My mother is still using. <laughs> the Canrax Soft Tablet Stand, which was in Whatever Works 156 in February 22. It's a universal multi-angle book rest, um, a cushion tablet hold that holds tablets and, and just whatever you put on it, really. E-readers, magazines, even Very paper nice. stuff, yes. Kindles, smart. <clears throat> I, I did bring this to the show and we talked about it. The point is, though, that she's still using it day in, day out. It lives on the sofa next to her. It's always there. And she always put whatever device she's looking at or whatever book she's looking at, whatever it is, it sits on there. It's basically a shaped cushion, which you can t unzip and wash the inside of or the outside of. Um, but it's just been really well designed. You can turn it round into three different ways and you get slightly different angles on the three ways you turn it round. Oh, I see. How clever. And it's very smart. And it was £13. Well, actually, I don't think it was £13.99. It's £13.99 now. I think it was less then. Um, but but she uses it as I say all the time, so it's definitely a still using, and it complies with this section of this lovely show. It's uh, <laughs> very kind. <laughs> you know, it looks to me it, somehow it looks to me as if it should be to do with cats. It somehow looks like a cat toy in oh, those yeah, pictures. Yeah, uh, my mother yeah. has something not dissimilar. She has a more a more more of a regular sort of book holding stand, but again uses it day in day out. So yeah, very good call, sir. Good stuff. Daniel Bemis has been saving the pennies on Farkle, or the cup-included box edition Farkle. I've never played Farkle. I'm really, I'm behind the curve, aren't I? If you like Yahtzee, then you'll love Farkle, says Daniel Bemis. I haven't played Yahtzee either. Scoring is much more strategic <laughs> and customizable than it is in Yahtzee. You can roll multiple matching sets in a row if you want, and can push your luck instead of being forced to stop. Beware, though, the more points you score on a given turn, the more you stand to lose if you fail to bank the points before you've earned before you bust. <laughs> but if you fail to bank the points you've earned before you bust, when you're reading something where you just don't have a clue what it's about, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first score, 10,000 points, wins. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a world that I know nothing about, but at 6 99 it's a world one could certainly afford to enter. Yeah, yeah, I've I played Yahtzee. Um, I have to say that Yahtzee is a bit 
after a while, it's just a bit boring because it, it, it's a bit like gambling with the, or, or playing a fruit machine mach thing on your computer. Yes. You say, what's the point of this? You, you can't win anything or do anything. But yes, turning it into a more of a, a little kind of um, more than Yahtzee, but still with some of the um, the sparkle, get a sparkle, sparkle oh. with sparkle. Now, you see, looking at the picture, I now see it's a dice game. I didn't even know that. I didn't know yeah, what I was talking yeah. about. Oh, it's, so it's, 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 it's a crap game basically <laughs> and he's he's linked to one that well, i've linked to one that's not got the cup but he's linked to one that's got the cup as included as well so he's got the kind of you know the, the deluxe edition yes yes um, but it's but it's yeah it's really really good um that uh, as i say daniel is is the one for board games with his wife um and he's always making suggestions so well done daniel thank you keep them coming Yes, indeed. And, and, and again, as you say, no screen. No screen involved. Excellent. No, no. No, no. Um, now, Amazon Basics Industrial AAA Alkaline Batteries. And hey, AA you now. haven't bought batteries to the show for a while. I was beginning <laughs> to think you were unwell. I'm very glad to see this. And AA batteries as well. But this week we realised we had no AAAs left. And they are still £9.50 for 40 <laughs> which is really good. They're twenty four p each, and I wow. noticed also if you buy two hundred, you get them for eighteen p each. Goodness! And if you buy three hundred, they're fifteen p each. Good. Can you Lord. imagine? And these um, industrial alkaline batteries by Amazon are, are perfectly good. We always get them, yes. um, but I've not bought them for a while. But the thing that I've noticed this time that I hadn't, don't think I noticed before was they have a five year shelf life now. While I was doing this, I looked and noticed that there was one that offered eight years shelf life and another one that offered 10 years. I think it was Kodak that were offering 10 years shelf life. But actually, I was thinking to myself, they say five years, but it's probably ten in reality, isn't it? Indeed, and you get them through. Get you get through them pretty quickly in any case. I don't think exactly. they'd likely need to last that long. Anyway, well priced, cheapest chips, Amazon Basics Industrial <laughs> um, Alkaline Batteries. Don't whatever you do, go off and buy Duracells. These are just as good, and the cheapest chips. You know what? You should have been in musical theatre like me. And I tell you for why, Ted, because if you're in a musical and they use radio mics, each radio mic pack will take four AA batteries. And yeah. in the interval, the sound man will come round and it could, you could be, could be a cast of 20 people. And every person surrenders those four batteries that go into a box, which is then like if anybody wants any AA's, help yourself. And then the new AA's come out and the batteries are replaced. So they could get through, you know, a couple of hundred batteries a day yeah, in a big yeah. musical. And it's it's just you wouldn't you'd you'd need a packet of tissues, Ted. You wouldn't be able to resist. It's just amazing. It's 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 ba it's double A battery heaven. It really is. It's a battery fetishist's dream. <laughs> and if that was your job, you fifteen p each. I can't see how you could hope to get them cheaper than that. If you you know because you buy three hundred and they're fifteen p. And then I should imagine, though, I mean, if you're a West End producer, you probably buy 3,000 in a go and you yeah, get them for yeah. five pence a pop. Yeah, but, they, yeah. it's, but it was, I do remember, the whole time when I was regularly in shows, I never had to buy a AA battery because you'd just take handfuls home from the theatre because, because they'd never want to take the risk of any battery failing. So yeah. I think these days they probably get through more than they do a couple of shows and they probably have systems that show you when the batteries are going low. But I remember back in the old days, they just wouldn't risk it. So they would yeah. change the batteries in the interval. <laughs> Well, there you go then. All cheap as chips. I want one, I want one, I want one. I want one of those.
I want a slow watch. Now, talking of watches as we were earlier, this might now interest you, actually. When I wrote this into our recording notes, I thought, well, it won't interest Ted, but perhaps it will now. <laughs> now, you I know that you've brought onto the show before the single-handed clock concept, which is fabulous, oh, where you just yeah. have one hand that goes all the way around 360 and the time is just written in increments around it. So you just have a single-hand clock. Um, I happened to stumble upon, and you have subsequently found probably a little cheaper, I guess, on Amazon, Slow Watch, which is a Swiss watch, uh, exactly in this design um, that just has a single hand that goes all the way around. But they're just they're just sexy. They're just very attractive watches. Um, yeah. I begin to wish uh, before we started recording today, we talked a little bit about watches and I was telling you again about the wonderful Cronaby watch that I have on that I love. I rather wish I didn't now because I'd love to have one of these slow watches. Mm. Um, they just look very sexy and great fun. Again, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have any smarts, though, would you? No, 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 you wouldn't have any no. smarts. No. Plus, perhaps it's again a honeymoon thing. And once you've had the fun of it, you think yeah. I could do with an ordinary clock now. But um, it's just a nice idea and they're sexy watches. And let's have a look. You have found them on Amazon. Oh, the price is similar on Amazon. Around £250, £260 pounds per watch. But there are cheaper ones. There's one here I'm looking at on Amazon for 50 quid. Right. So you can you can get them cheaper. Oh, but that's for not be a Swiss-made one. It won't be such good quality. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, of course. But the but the but you can see from the one i'm looking at that the you can easily tell what the time is the one i'm looking at the hand is pointing between two and three and you can see that it's 235 because it's there there are little um, yes. marks and it's it, it's you don't need two hands do you you can see quite clearly well as long as you've got good eyesight i suppose yeah I think it's a fun thing, but uh, again and again as we talked about with the watch that you've borrowed at the moment uh you know does the honeymoon period end and you think, oh, well, that was fun, wasn't it? Or is it something that we keep? Only time will tell. That's the point. I bet you on the Galaxy Watch Faces selection, you could get a slow watch oh, and put yes. it on there. Oh, yeah. there you go. Something for you to try. There's, there's thousands of them. You go into the, the, the store and you like it's like a treasure trove of thousands and thousands. These people out there, they charge, you know, typically... 80p or something for for their hard work of putting one together and you can just buy whatever you want and a lot of them are free as well anyway we're going back to my item and not yours um, <laughs> slow watch it is yes <laughs> <laughs> We haven't got any better befores this time. Perhaps next time. Let us know what was better before in the Mimi group and we'll bring those to the show and we can have a natter about that another time. Yeah, yeah. So Andy Warden is um, going to throw Amazon Music into Room 101. Ooh. I'm now unable to choose a track on my playlist, he rants. The playlist is continually stuck on shuffle with limited skips. And a further fee is required to unlock this feature. That doesn't sound like Amazon, does it? Uh, not that I don't believe you, Andy, but um, the, it, uh, Amazon Music, um, there's this thing called Unlimited Music, which they keep trying to get me to, to buy into, which I don't because I've got YouTube Music. Um, but maybe it's all part of that and the whole setup. So if you buy into Unlimited, you wouldn't have to pay the further fee to get what you're looking for. But the yeah, I suppose they've got to differentiate to some degree between what the free service is and what the included bit is and to try and encourage people to cough up and... Uh, I'm waffling now, your turn. 
Have you finished? <laughs> now, I was just thinking though, Ted, it does seem to me that with an awful lot of things now, there's there's more and more additional payment to be made later. You buy something and you think yeah. you own something and then you discover, oh no, if you want this feature or that feature, or if you want this to be like that, you have to pay more. Because that's how people are monetizing what they do now. Yes. Which is, this came up with apps. In the old days, when you had shareware and, 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 and apps that you buy, once the developer had sold it to you, that's it. You're expect, they're expected to carry on working for, for the rest of their yes. life, keeping it together. Whereas if they get a monthly income, even if it's less, then that will be uh, more encouraging. And I can, see, I can see how the model works. And if I was a developer, I know which one I'd prefer because you get a regular income. Um, but yeah, I, yes. it's a tricky one. But I think people should be clearer. If you're buying this piece of software, you get it forever. This is your software. However, if you want to do X, Y, and Z within the software, that's going to cost you more. Z? <laughs> hey, well, you know. You little American. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I, I did notice um, this week, actually, that there was a, um, a, a piece of software for Windows that I was buying into. And the same thing applied with that. You, they, they, they're, they're encouraging you. Well, the same thing also has happened with Plex recently. They, Plex, the um, service, more techie corner, sorry everyone. Um, the Plex service, which is fantastic, they're taking away the lifetime subscription. So unless you had a lifetime subscription before now, you can't get it anymore. And they, 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 they've only got the models where you pay monthly or annually. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, it, as I say, the, the model, I think, is obvious that it's better for developers um, and people have got to earn a crust, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like things like, I mean, as you know, I'm a big Adobe person and I, there, there was a point when suddenly you no longer bought Adobe. You then bought into Adobe on a monthly yeah, basis. Yeah. And it's not possible to actually say, look, I've just won the lottery. I'll give you £10,000 and then let me own it. No, yeah. you have to pay once a month, regularly, monthly for the rest of your life. Indeed, yes. So to them. Now, the last thing I want to say is that a friend of um, our podcast, Irfan Ali, is selling his Soundcore Space Q45 headphones for 90 quid. Wow. I've reviewed them because he sent them over to me to review. Um, so, yeah, roll up, folks. Um, the, the, I'll link to my review in the show notes. They're, they're 150 quid RRP, and he's selling them for 90 quid. And they really are ever so good. If I didn't have my Sony pair, I would definitely buy them off of him. But it seems a bit of a waste for me to have them, because I won't use them, because I've got my Sony ones. They're in perfect condition. And I, because he sent them over for me to review, and I um, recommend them very much, I said I'd mention them on the show. So I have done now. So... Do get in touch or head for the classifieds in our MeWe group and you'll find them there. Or drop me a line. I think we're done. Any last words? No, I was just thinking about that. If I mean, if the, if the Soundcore are anything like as good as the Sony's that we have, then that is a very good price for a good pair of headphones. So they are. check yeah, them they're out. very good indeed. No, no, I'm going to have a cup of tea now and... um. Yeah, I'm going to have a cup of tea. That's, that's, my, that's my thought for the week. Have a cup of tea, folks. OK, we'll be back in two weeks' time with another show. You can get the links to all the stuff we've spoken about in our slightly shorter show this week. 
um, at whateverworks.works. You can get Aiden at aidenbell.com. You can get me at tedsalmon.com, uh, where there are links to all of our MeWe groups, the stuff we've banged on about. Do come and join us in the MeWe group if you're not already there. Um, and also all the audio, other audio podcasts that we, um, I am involved in with the team of podders around me. So, um, yeah, do come and join us again back here in two weeks' time when we'll bring you another bunch of claptrap, which I know you enjoy. <laughs> and um, so one last thing to say, Aidan Bell, don't forget, whatever, whatever works, works. Podders, is, is that a noun now? Am I a podder? I didn't know that. <laughs>